This is Brad from Horoth, and don't ever listen to the shitty podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us how you really feel. <laughs> Ooh. Yay! Hey. <laughs> Hang on, let me get Rena. She's coming in. Hey, do you remember Chris? Where are you? At? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I remember. The last time we talked, you were sitting on the porch of an old house, drinking beer at like eight in the morning with a machine gun in your hand. Anyway, that's my partner Chris, and there's Rena as well who just joined us. Thanks for uh, taking the time, man. Yay. <laughs> Hi guys, nice to see you. Hi. So you're actually in a in a regular house now. You're not on the porch with your machine guns, or yeah, they, they ain't no trouble brewing right now. I think you told me you were like keeping the crackheads away or something, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah, they, I remember. They come up and steal your catalytic converter without you even seeing. Oh my God, crack ninja! That's a that's a big problem in DC right now. Catalytic converter stealing. Yeah. Wow. The the cops up here they have signs all over the place. Don't park on unlit streets. You know, park in your driveway if possible. And like. I phone. I saw two people that were definitely stealing catalytic converters, so I phoned it in. The cops were like, "Yeah, okay." <laughs> uh, Did they tell me not to be a snitch? snitches get stitches. Hey, man. No, it's annoying because so like I have this road that's like not really residential right behind me. But people park there because it's adjacent to residential areas. There's no streetlights or anything. And every fucking morning, someone starts their car up and they're, someone stole their catalytic converter. So it sounds like a fucking jet engine every time the goddamn car starts. <laughs> like they start their car, it's like, Rah! it's like, holy fuck. I was trying to hey, sleep what does it here, sound man. Like? <laughs> 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 fucking annoying. Anyway, I don't think we came here to talk about uh, catalytic converters. So let's yeah. talk about no. Power. What we did come here to do is is make sounds of different machines. So Chris went first, and now it's Joshua's. No, all right, sorry, not a theme show. Guess but... which sound this is? <laughs> is that my microphone? It's a vibrator. Oh, I was just gonna say it was my nightstand. <laughs> Sound like my old antenna used to be attached to some. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so Joshua, I gotta ask just because we're already down a rabbit hole. What's your favorite sound? Uh, uh, mm, uh chewing. I don't know. Not, oh. Not chewing. Oh. <laughs> oh. I don't know. <laughs> Isn't that some weird thing like some ASMR or some weird thing like on YouTube where people love weird sounds like chewing or scratching or? God, I hope not. Yeah, no, it totally is. <laughs> yes, there is, but it's, it's not chewing. It's like, you know, maybe like a crinkling of paper or like, you know, these weird sounds. But like the chewing thing is weird because there is definitely a specific phobia or like this condition where people are extremely grossed out to the point of can't fucking function when they hear other people chew. 
It's that guy. It's your fault. It's, you, you're... Yeah, I, I hate it. I hate it. I just wake it. up in the morning. I start chewing his ear. I'm like, hey. <laughs> you want some coffee? Uh, <laughs> tell, me, tell me your worst experience with people making eating sounds. The worst? Oh, it's with Josh. Um, he, <laughs> he can't breathe through his nose, so he has to chew with his mouth open. So it's just loud and obnoxious. <laughs> it, it, it's, it's true. So wait, here's the definition. ASMR stands for Autonomous Sensory Meridian Response, where people describe a deeply relaxing sensation with tingling in their scalp as a result of, as a result of certain sounds, such as chewing, scratching, or crinkling. You got me there. People, people are fucked up. That's fucked. That's all I got to say. People are fucked up. We need more metal in our life. So let's if, give us some metal. Is, if you think that's fucked up, Chris, never, ever go to Japan. Never. <laughs> like, uh -oh. things get way, way further. <laughs> you know? Nice. If you start looking into their vending machines. But... <laughs> <laughs> all right. So... Let's chat Vorath. Do you want to start, Rena, or you want me to jump in, or Chris, sir? Go ahead, Chris. Go ahead. So last time we talked to you, I think you were working on this, and you guys are putting together the whole package, right? It's a, it's a stage show. It's a comic book. It's like a whole story. Is that still the case? And how do you guys develop it? And are you developing the music first, or is there a process? How does it work? Yeah, oh, absolutely. You know more about this. <laughs> all right, so, uh, so we developed the idea first, right? So it's, it, it, if you see my wall, my room, it's got like concept drawn. I look like a, a psychotic, one of the psychotic doctors that writes on his wall. So it's like, you know, we, we're developing this yeah. complex multiverse. And, you know, actually, all any project, some of the projects we've been with, uh, they all kind of relate secretly, like they're all in the same universe or multiverse, just different places, different times and stuff. But for this one, most of the music that I've been part of usually takes place on another planet. So it's the first time we're doing something that's a little more earthbound. So we're on earth. It's been some weird stuff. 80% of the population has disappeared. We're about 130 years into the future. Uh, some weird crap has happened. There's some weird deities, aliens that come down, people disappear, no one knows why. And uh, the world is ran by these weird corporations at this point. And uh, it's pretty much like taking um, cyberpunk, mixing it with The Witcher and putting the Book of Eli on the top of it. And, yeah. Okay, I got to ask, where, where does this come from? Like the ideas, where, where do the ideas come from? Couple hits of acid. Yeah, like I don't want to insinuate drug use because sometimes sleeping with a nicotine patch on can be the same thing. No, no. But my first question is, how much weed was smoked during the making of this record? I, I don't think it gives me paranoia. I don't do it. Touche. No, I, I think it. I think it just comes, uh, we're fans of like 80s movies, 80s sci-fi. I grew up like, you know, like, you know, uh, uh, Running Man meets uh, Legend, then throwing some Mortal Kombat. And, uh, you know, it's fantasy. It's, but what we do is we kind of uh, embed our personal 
experiences into these stories. So it's kind of like, I don't want to talk about, say, we had somebody to pass in our life, somebody who dies, or we were mad at somebody for doing something really horrible. But if you just write a song about that, it's been done a million times. So what we try to do is make it at least entertaining. So instead of me talking about how mad I'm at somebody who did something bad to me, we make his alien thing come down and we got to cut his arm off and we're mad at him for what <laughs> happened to us. Nice. And you don't make enemies that way, right? Yeah. Yeah, I, I hope it still offends them, though. <laughs> so here's another question, then. How much creative writing do you do on the side? Or is is that something that, that you do at all? Like, I mean, like, as in writing stories. I, I just just through music. <laughs> cool. uh, I, I don't write very good. I mean, I'll be like, hey, alien. Hey, boy, what you doing? <laughs> you're bringing coffee. But if I put it in music, I can see it, I can feel it, I can experience it. So to me, it's more of a 3D experience more than just, you know, I wrote down, uh, Thou is upset with the planet <laughs> that he did not terraform right. <laughs> so, nice. Yeah. Rita? Do you guys believe that we live in a multiverse? Like for reals? <clears throat> Uh, it's, it's a possibility for sure. <laughs> it makes sense. I yeah. Mean, it's plausible. I mean, right now with science, we're exploring the nature of, of, of black holes where, you know, we say stuff like it's, it could be, we could be in a black hole. We can actually be riding along the event horizon of a great black hole and all this other bull crap. So, I mean, right now we're, we don't know where we're at. We're on a ball in a solar system that's a dust speck. So, uh, we don't, we just don't know. Except we're not on the ball, Earth's flat. I was going to make a flat Earth joke, but I was like, oh. yes. <laughs> don't worry, birds but aren't real would, either. Like, if, if we are in a multiverse, don't you think it would like explain the Mandela effect, for example? You know, do you know what the Mandela effect is? Oh, like, bear stain bears. You, you see that on the books? Unfortunately. Okay. What is the Mandela effect? I'm Googling it now. The Mandela effect is when a bunch of people have like a shared memory of something that isn't true. For example, the, the uh, a lot of people remember Nelson Mandela dying in prison when he was imprisoned in the 90s. I hope that I'm not fucking talking out of my ass here. But he didn't die in prison. No. I remember that. I remember that fucking news of Nelson Mandela being dead in prison. It didn't fucking happen. There is not a movie named Shazam with, with Shaquille O'Neal playing uh, a genie, but a bunch of people remember this movie. Wait, what? Being Wait, yeah, hold on. Out. Really? Oh, whoa. Yeah. Yeah. So then we're like, I'm sorry. I'm a freaky bitch. You know, it's going to get weird. Shaquille O'Neal was definitely Shazam. <laughs> yeah, Everyone's Googling wow. right now. Buddy, it's going to change my childhood. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Kazam? Kazam. Oh, it's Kazam. That ain't the same. Was there a Kazam? Because there, uh, there was a... <laughs> wow, I'm yeah, Googling it. So I'm Googling <laughs> it now. Curious George never had a fucking tail. Wow. What? Right. Curious George never had a tail. Have you, 
Have you printed your your merch shirts on the Fruit of the Loom, like brand T-shirts, the really basic T-shirts? Like think of the Fruit of the Loom and think of their logo. What does their logo look like? It is this cornucopia with this with this like brown basket of, of like fruits coming out of it. No, it isn't. Never had that fucking basket in it. It's a strange case of a movie that doesn't exist. So like it actually never happened. Yeah. Yeah. What? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Holy cow. Oh, we're we're totally down a rabbit hole. We here. are Sorry, in guys. a multiverse. And now I'm, I need to hear more music from you guys because we are in a multiverse. It's like, unfortunately, the one that has to, you know, guide us through it. <laughs> yeah, are you guys fucking nuts. Are you guys planning on taking uh, this out on the road? Oh, yeah. Uh, so right now we have, uh, we're doing a quick warm-up show, I think uh, May 20th, which will be local. Then we're heading on tour with Bloodbath. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah, so we'll be going with them, which is a few <laughs> dates, which is like Northeast, New York, and then going up to Montreal and Quebec, Quebec, Quebec. Oh, dude. Good for you. Yeah, Quebec is like metal. Oh, dude, they fucking oh, yeah. love their fucking yeah. metal. Yeah, so we'll be going with them. And then we have a metal fest that's somewhere here in North Carolina. And then we just signed to ATI Booking, which uh, they have bands like Pathology, narcotic wasteland and stuff like that so uh they're working on putting putting us together a package right now so uh we're gonna get really big. oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh so yeah we developed uh if you like seen our pictures we have a video coming out in like a few days anyway so we developed these masks that have these weird alien eye like glowing lights and so we're developing this whole thing we want people to feel like on this dystopian planet where we have these respirators and we have these little huds these little uh, lights uh and uh yeah it's kind of got this militaristic like we're just surviving the whole story is our surviving coping with uh, our emotions during this weird uh you know catastrophe while trying to unlock uh what's ever happening the whole story is just trying to figure out what's happening while dealing with the fact that like this one corporation raids our village, somebody dies and we get mad and then we're, you know, make it kind of like a, like an epic, but I forgot the original question. Was it going to be theatrical? Yeah. That's all I wanted to do. Yes. It will be theatrical. <laughs> like concept albums need to make a comeback. Like albums that are an actual entire whole, and I don't mean something to like drop into, but a whole bigger than its parts, you know, that becomes like a journey that you need to listen to the entire thing, that it makes sense to go from beginning to end and not just think about like, is this exactly three minutes and is this going to fit the attention span of the 16 year olds of today, you know? Like I appreciate and applaud everybody who go down the difficult route of, of writing an actual story and, and then bending it around music. Like I find that commendable. So kudos, you guys. Like, Cause you have to develop the story and then the emotional ride, you know, of the story and then the riffs you're playing heavy metal, but then you have to, you know, like each, each emotion has its own feel that you have to convey. And so it, it, that's why it takes a little bit longer to write an album where we'll spend a year trying to put together something. 
when other bands can be like, dum, 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 you know, and I'm mad today. This is about pretzels and dogs. Yeah. <laughs> pretzels and dogs. Nice. Pretzels and dogs. Also need more songs. Sounds like a great name for a band. What's your band name? Pretzels and dogs. All right. So I've got to ask since it's just been mentioned is a hot dog a sandwich? We asked him this last time. We can't no, I don't think do so. this again. Yeah, we did. Uh, we had him last time oh. on Melody Madness. We would not have asked that. Oh, okay. Is a hot dog a sandwich then? <laughs> I say yes. Why? I, I agree with you, but I'm curious why. Okay, because a regular sandwich is just like two pieces of bread with medium yes. between it. A hot dog is a piece of bread with medium between it. I, I, ah, I agree with you. You just messed yourself up, boy, because like you just—it's a piece of bread. So isn't there like two pieces of bread going like this? You know, but it's not, you have a bun that's just been split. Does it constitute a sandwich, though? If you take a piece of bread with meat in it and fold it in half, is that still a sandwich? It has to yes. be. Isn't um, that the same yeah, thing? Then? Final tap, they refuse to work with bread that small. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so then here's another question, and this is a philosophical one. It's really philosophical. If you order an open-faced turkey sandwich, is that a sandwich? Joshua stumped. Look at him. <laughs> He's trying to figure out what the fuck is happening right now. Yeah. And wondering why the fuck he decided to come on this show. <laughs> I love that they're getting their story straight before giving us an answer. Right, I've never face We I got to Google oh uh, an open face turkey sandwich. Yeah, you never it? had an open face turkey sandwich. No, we got liver mashed potatoes and gravy. Yeah. All right. What? Imagine like the what's that shit? Corn chip beef on toast. Kind of the same thing. Uh, I mean, that's just, I mean. Is that a sandwich? That's just sure, shit, why not? A shit piled on a piece of bread. <laughs> that's what a sandwich is, though. Yeah, but no, a, a sandwich is enclosed. Yeah, so, see? This is where things get confusing. So why they call it a sandwich? Because they messed up. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, it doesn't matter. So when you guys um, are, let's go back to, oh, go ahead, Chris, you got something? No, no, go. That's related to, you know, why we're here. <laughs> I'm trying to keep this thing focused and you keep meandering. It's me. When you guys are writing, are you writing all together or is it more the efforts of one particular member who's got the vision? We we actually write together. That's what I like about this project is, you know, everybody has their gifts. Some people like writing story concepts. Some people are better at writing certain riffs. Some people are better at writing heavier riffs. Some people have more melodies. Uh, so pretty much we just sit down and go, go. <laughs> and everybody, uh, we'll be sitting there playing some games. He'll start this noodling. And I'm like, oh, shoot, that's pretty cool. We'll jump over to the studio and just start writing into a song. And we try to figure out, like, oh, if, if – Today, we're talking about the sad part in the song. But, all right, we're going to turn off the light or something and feel and then, you know, try to see if we can embrace that that concept at the time. And, yeah, and he, he, he's been cranking out all kinds of riffs. And it's been a little bit different for me because usually with a project I'm in, uh, I, I do a lot of writing. And this project is more like, shoot, everybody can write. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's nice. 
Yeah, the story writing, I, I have no fucking clue what's going on in the whole story. Um, that's, that's Josh's thing for sure. That's, that's my job, yeah. Like Bob Ezrin on Pink Floyd the Wall. I don't know what's happening here, but we can't have the whole story. <laughs> well, he didn't play the bass parts. David Gilmore did. Anyway. Bob Ezrin was the producer. Hmm. But that's Waters. pretty rare, though, that you've somehow like managed to get a, a bunch like that together that everybody can write because usually it is on the shoulders of you know one or two people maybe others can contribute with like their own instrument some sort of arrangement choices or whatever but to be really able to write that's that's awesome right right it's kind of like a like a like a, a unit a special forces unit you have your lieutenant who kind of guide things he knows he's not the best at everything so he'll He'll pinpoint like one person, like you know, your sniper is, you know, he's you know, the lieutenant's not as good as a sniper, but he has his role. So that's kind of where everybody has their gifts. We contribute as the unit. So very southern. Are you, are you guys? Are you guys former military? Uh, I am. Yeah. You are. <laughs> yeah. Thank you for your service, man. Boo. No, sorry. <laughs> hey, man, I'm not from the U.S., and everyone tells me I'm so rude when I don't thank a, a service member for their service. So no, There's always people that are, you know, it's like somebody's like, thank your service, and half of us, all we do is clean latrines and stand around all day. So, yeah, we, we did our job. <laughs> you, were, you were the one who stepped up to volunteer to do that. <laughs> and be ready and be ready to go anywhere if you needed to, right? So that's still pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which still right cool. now is pretty fucked up if you think about it. <laughs> like yeah. that takes some serious uh uh balls. Well, I'm not gonna say balls because according to Betty White, the vagina was stronger. Oh than the yes. balls. No Balls is the wrong word, but it does take a lot of courage to to do it, even if you're just cleaning latrines. Like, would you want to clean latrines in East Ukraine right now? I fucking wouldn't. <laughs> if you're watching this at home, you got to watch Joshua's face as we keep going down these rabbit holes because he's cringing about everything we say. Yeah, I'm sorry. And, and this will be the last time they ever come on this show, so I appreciate you putting up with us. I can't believe they repeated the mistake. Like <laughs> coming back. Yeah. <laughs> when we get your bumper, when we get your bumper, can you say your name, your band name, and we're never coming back on this shitty podcast? Oh, oh god. Yeah. That would be epic. So I think I've run out of my question. Do you guys have anything else? I don't know. But it's I've been having fun, so I've just been keeping going. What's uh what's next for you guys then? You got this uh this run up the east coast and then you got other things planned or Yeah, yeah. So uh I guess uh after we do this run, we're waiting for ATI. They'll be putting together a bigger tour. Uh but right now the whole project was created to really focus on touring. So uh that's what we're gonna do. We're gonna take this with other projects, it was a little bit harder to get on the road. Uh, for extended time with this project we're ready to go so we're gonna be out there quite a bit so and if fans want to find you where do they uh where do they find you guys at what do they find us there 
don't know. You just kind of look. Yeah, like, <laughs> 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 no, we're on Bandcamp. <laughs> Bandcamp, Spotify, uh, YouTube. Just look at Waterhouse. Uh, you know, that, that's all. Okay. <laughs> and my friend Joshua, I want to thank you. Both of you, thank you for uh, joining us. I know uh, we kind of get way off topic, but that makes it fun. So that's, yeah. the whole point. that's the whole point of this podcast is just yeah. You know, stop apologizing for our genius, Bruce. Yes. <laughs> it's why we're number one in fucking Iceland. Okay. Yeah, I mean we're charting. It's kind of weird. <laughs> we are number one in Iceland. Nice. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> a huge population anyway, that's like, basically like a different planet. Yes. It is. So it's a dystopian planet, right? <laughs> yeah. It is. So it kind of makes sense that those would be the people who are like, yes, we have found our medium. Anyway. That was probably an awful attempt at an Icelandic accent. <laughs> They're gonna, we're gonna go way down. Like, thanks. Anyway, thanks for taking the time, man. I appreciate it. Good luck with the run. Hopefully, we'll catch you on this uh, on one of these upcoming shows. Absolutely. I thank right. you guys. Yeah, take it easy, man. Be well and be guys. safe. Hey, what's up? My name's Lurk, and I'm the host of Lamgoat's Van Flip Podcast. Every week, I have in-depth conversations with bands from all over the scene, big and small. We also like to keep our finger on the pulse and showcase up-and-coming bands on the show as well. So come check out Lamgoat's Van Flip Podcast.